0: This podcast was produced by FM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Hello everybody, welcome back to The Listening Room. My name's Ken Young and uh, we're going to be listening to some wonderful music in the next hour or so, um, beginning with some... Uh, Mendelssohn, he visited Scotland oh, late 1820s and uh, he made a trip out on a boat to visit Fingal's Cave in the Hebrides and uh, apparently he was actually quite seasick on the journey but it didn't stop him from later on writing a wonderful, wonderful overture for orchestra entitled either the Hebrides but subtitled Fingal's Cave. Let's have a listen to that right now. Such a good piece, such a good piece. That was the Hebrides Overture, as it's commonly known, Fingal's Cave by Felix Mendelssohn. Uh, He originally wrote it in 1830, but he revised it again a couple of years later after that. And that performance uh, from a 1970 recording, we heard the BBC Symphony Orchestra conducted by Sir Colin Davis. Moving on now to uh, a well-known and well-loved piano piece by Franz Liszt which was uh, first published in 1850, um, Liebestrom. He wrote three pieces called Liebestrom, or um, uh, sort of translates as Dreams of Love. And number three is the most well-known. It's the one I'm going to play you now, Liebestrom number three. And... uh, Nothing much more to say, really. Let's have a listen to this wonderful young pianist from Christchurch, whose name is Li Shang. And this comes from a Rattle release made a couple of years ago of an album that uh, Lee performed in. And uh, the, the, uh, the album itself is just simply called Play. Play, Lee Shang. So he's going to play for us now Liebestrom number 3 by Franz Liszt. Such a talented young pianist. That was uh, Lishin Shang, um, who is still in his late teens. Um, lives in Christchurch. Well, he may be studying in the States now. I'm hoping he is. He's uh, a huge talent. And it was from a rattle release called Play, a piece by Franz Lis, which you may well have recognized called Liebestrom, uh, Liebestrom number 3, in fact. Moving right along to a composer whom I've not presented on this program before. Uh, uh, His name is Philippe Verdelot, and uh, he was a French composer of the Renaissance who actually spent most of his time in Italy, most of his life in Italy. He was uh, born in 1475 and died in 1552, as far as we know. And he's sort of known as the father of the madrigal, and I'd like to play you one of his madrigals now, uh, performed by... Uh, Concordia, conducted by Mark Levy, and it's simply entitled Italia Mia. Gorgeous. Oh, that was um, very old music. <laughs> Philippe Verdelot. 15th century, well, he lived from, as I said, from uh, what, 1475 through to 1552. It's just quite a good age in those times, I would have thought. Wonderful piece of um, vocal writing a piece called Italia Mia, or My My Italy, um, which was performed there, I thought, beautifully by uh, an English ensemble by the name of Concordia, whose director is Mark Levy. Uh, Now to another Italian composer, whose name begins with V, um, Verdi, a little bit more well-known, perhaps. And uh, in 1887, there was the first production of his penultimate opera, Um, It was performed in Milano first. Uh, Later on, it was quite the fashion uh, in 19th century uh, opera circles to compose ballet music during an opera. And uh, Verdi didn't do this for the original Othello performance, but in 1894, he was commissioned to write a short ballet for a French production of Othello. And this takes place during the third act, but um, it's not really... Performances of Otello now very rarely include the ballet music, but it's fun music to listen to nonetheless. And so I'm going to play the ballet music from Otello now with a performance by the Orchestra del Teatro Comunale di Bologna, conducted by Ricardo Shahee. <laughs> Was the ballet music written by Verdi uh, in 1894 for his ballet, written previously, uh, entitled, well, for his opera, I should say, the ballet music written in 1894 for the previously written opera, Otello. It was performed for us uh, there by the Orchestra del Teatro Comunale di Bologna, and conducted by Riccardo Chailly. Now, for some Beethoven and uh, a movement from a uh, sonata for violin and piano. Uh, Bella Sonata number four in A minor, opus 23. I'd just like to play you the rather splendid Allegro Molto Finale, the third movement from this beautiful sonata. And it's played for us here by Bella Hestrova and Michael Houston. Beethoven is best. Um, the third movement, that was, of the fourth violin sonata in A minor by Ludwig van Beethoven. It was played for us there by the Bulgarian-born violinist Bela Hestrova, with our very own Michael Houston on the piano. And that comes from a collection uh, recorded by Rattle Records of Auckland, and um, released, released on Rattle of uh, Bella and Michael performing all ten recorded uh, recording all ten of the violin sonatas of Beethoven. It's a very, very good set. Moving on now um, to an, uh, an English work by one of my favourite English composers and um, uh, there's a set of poems, 63 poems in fact, called A Shropshire Lad uh, Sixty-three, a collection of 63 poems by A. E. Houseman which was first published in 1896 uh, Now the young George Butterworth, well He uh, unfortunately was killed on the Somme in 1916, aged just 31, so he was always young. But he discovered these poems and set 11 of them for voice and piano uh, in 1911 and 1912. And then in 1913, just before going off to war, he wrote an orchestral rhapsody based around uh, themes and the music in general of the song cycle. And it's that orchestra rhapsody which I'd like to to play for you now. A Shropshire Lad Orchestra Rhapsody by George Butterworth here, played for us by the English Symphonia conducted by Neville Dilkis. I just love that piece. Beautiful piece of music written by George Butterworth, a wonderful English composer who unfortunately was lost to us far too early during the First World War. That was his orchestra rhapsody, A Shropshire Lad, and it was performed for us there by the um, English Symphonia conducted by Neville Dilkis. Finally on today's programme, I'd like to play you a piano work by Chopin, who once said... The piano is my second self. And of course this is really evident in pretty much everything he wrote for the instrument. I'm going to play the fourth of a set of four mazurkas, Opus 33, which were written and published in 1834. Here it is played by Arturo Benedetti Michelangeli. That was the number four of the Opus Thirty Three Mazurkas by Chopin, played by Arturo Benedetti Michelangeli. In fact, we have a minute or two to spare, so I'm just going to see if I can line up uh, a very quick one of these Mazurkas. This is uh, number one from the Opus sixty. No, this is. Oh, hold on. Yes, it's Opus. It's number one from the Opus sixty eight set, played by the same amazing pianist. That was number one of the Opus 68 Mazurkas by Frederic Chopin, played for us there by Arturo Benedetti, sorry, Arturo Benedetti Michelangeli. And that is about all we have time for today, I'm afraid. Um, I've really loved having your company on the show, and I hope, you can jo- sorry, I hope you can join me again at the same time next week here in the Listening Room on ORFM. Bye for now. The School of Performing Arts is the creative heart of Otago University. We pursue our passions as performers, actors, composers, songwriters, directors, music producers and dancers. Studying music, theatre or dance enriches any student's experience and opens the door to lifelong enjoyment. If you want to learn how to express yourself and communicate with others, work in a team, solve problems and think creatively, then come
1: study with us.